Hello and welcome to Plants and Things. My name is Katie and I am a hobbyist gardener. We talk about all things plants, specifically vegetable, fruit, and flower gardening, but I'll occasionally talk about indoor plants and foraging as well because both of those things are um, things that I'm interested in as well. If you're new to this podcast, welcome. I'm glad that you're here. If you've been with me since the beginning, thank you for sticking by me. I appreciate you. Today, I'm going to be talking about a long overdue topic, how I became interested in gardening and why I started a podcast about it. This has been a very difficult topic for me to share because I value anonymity on the internet and it's really hard for me to be vulnerable on the internet with uh, people that I've never met before because I'm a rather private person and I really value my privacy. However, I want my content to be authentic and make others feel safe sharing their journey as gardeners. So I've been putting this episode off for long enough and it is time to jump into why I garden and why I decided to make this podcast. So when I say that I've been gardening my entire life, I mean, I've been gardening for as long as I can remember. One of my earliest memories is saving seeds from an apple and planting it in our front yard where we had a forsythia bush. And would you believe it? An apple tree actually grew from those seeds. I didn't do anything special like dry them out. I just was eating an apple and planted those seeds right underneath that forsythia bush, and a tree grew. I don't know if it is still there because when I was 10, we were evicted from that home. However, I had so many great memories of helping my dad with the vegetable garden every year, planting flowers that and planting flowers that my mama gave me as well. Uh, so I have a lot of really good memories in that home. Gardening. My dad would let me plant the seeds in the holes we made in the ground, and I would he would walk behind me and cover the seeds up. I helped in the garden with weeding, harvesting, and storing what we harvested. I'm not going to lie, though. I did not like the canning process. I would often hide when my mom was canning stuff because I was afraid it was going to explode. After we lost our home, we moved in with my mama, and for those of you not in Appalachia, we call our grandparents Mama and Papa. At least my family does. My Mama had the greenest of thumbs. I shared a room with her because space was tight and she had this shelf full of succulents. And she loved showing me that I could just break off different parts of those plants and grow a new plant from that. During that time, my mamma would take me on walks and show me the different plants she had growing, like hostas. She had a crabapple tree, and she had money trees that she loved to show me as well. We, we would keep a veggie garden as well um, and forage for things like blackberries. There was this lovely older man who had a farm that was down the road from us, he, and it was like um, he raised cattle there, so he had... Um, a cow pasture. And in that cow pasture, we noticed that there were blackberries growing, just like a ton of blackberries. 
and we didn't want to trespass or anything. So we asked him, hey, can we come and pick blackberries um, in your cow pasture whenever the cows aren't there because he would move them to different fields. And he was like, yeah, you totally can. Um, he didn't say it in those words, but uh, he, he definitely did let us. And I remember going and picking gallons full of blackberries and we would can them, we would freeze them, we would make different stuff with them like blackberry cobbler. It's like a tradition for me to make blackberry cobbler during the first harvest of blackberries. And we would also leave uh, blackberries for the birds and the wildlife and everything. But man, I remember walking home from picking blackberries with a, a tummy full of yummy blackberries and my hand stained purple. I just, I love them so much and I have so many fond memories. Um, yeah. As I got older, I did start growing my own plants that I enjoyed because I found a love for herbal teas. I had my own little plot that was probably just three feet by four feet, but it was mine to grow my herbs in. I grew chamomile, mint, lemon balm, catnip, and rosemary, and a couple of other things too, like I had a rose bush that I was going to use to harvest the rosebuds and the rose leaves from. I never got a chance to because I moved out by the time that it was really growing. And I think that it also um, did not survive very long there. Uh, but I had good intentions with planting it. I, I did love uh, being able to go outside and pick fresh herbs for tea or strawberries from my mom's strawberry patch. We canned homemade pickles and salsa that was way better than what you could have purchased from the store. I gained a sense of connection and love for the world around me from living with my family in a rural Appalachia home. My mom still teaches me things I didn't know about plants, and even as an adult, my dad will point out a different plant growing wild and tell me about it that I didn't even know what it was until he, he told me. When I got married and we moved into our new home, we had poke weed or poke salad growing like crazy in our backyard. And my, my dad told me that when it's young, you can eat the leaves like collard greens, like, you know, boiled up. But when it's big, like it was whenever he was showing it to me, and it has berries and flowers, it's too late and not to eat it because it is poisonous. Once he told me that, I did a little bit more research into pokeweed and poke salad. Um, and I did find that there was like somebody had found it and thought that it was wild rhubarb, which it was not. So it can be mistaken for wild rhubarb. Um, so please be careful if you are foraging to make sure that you know what you're eating and that you're eating it in the proper manner. Because if it's too big, it can be poisonous and cause um, gastric distress. But it's that information that has been passed down for generations and it was passed from my parents on to me and I cherish that knowledge. My mom has taught me so much about plants and will tell me when I have made a mistake, like when I planted my first fruit tree. I hadn't had experience planting fruit trees before because 
well, we just didn't have the room whenever I was growing up to plant fruit trees. And I didn't know that you had to tickle the roots before you planted a fruit tree. Um, so my mom definitely, uh, I wouldn't say reprimanded me, but she was like, did you, did you, uh, you know, tickle the roots? And I was like, did I do what? <laughs> and uh, it was, it was that like things like that. It's moments like those that I hold closest to my heart and I will cherish those memories when my elders have passed on knowledge to me that they've learned either from experience or from their elders, I, I do cherish those. And, and it feels so special to be like, I know this because my mom taught me and one day I'm going to teach my children or my nieces and nephews, depending on how life goes. So I garden today because first of all, I love plants and everything about the natural world. And I have since I was a kid, I remember science being my favorite thing and, and learning about the natural world around us. But I also do it because it makes me feel connected to my family and my ancestors. Not only do I feel connected with those around me, I also get to spend more time with my family when I when we garden together. Just this past weekend, my parents and brother came to over to help build new raised beds and work in the garden. Then my in-laws even came over too to help fill the raised beds because they have a tractor. So it's really just community, um, building that community and getting to spend time with the people that I love. And I wouldn't have gotten to spend time with them if it, we weren't gardening together. That's quality time that we will cherish for years to come. Now I have so much I want to share with others about gardening and plants. I have been keeping a garden every year since we moved here and it has been expanding to grow different things and I find myself planting something new and exciting all the time. I've been trying to find new techniques and hacks in my garden and getting to know what plants like best in my garden and getting to know my microclimate in my yard ever since we moved here. I also find it amazing how each year there seems to be more diversity in the life that is growing here and I'm constantly researching new birds, insects, reptiles, amphibians, and mammals I see in my yard. Just this weekend, I got to meet a very cute baby ringneck snake who was enjoying my garden and I found some common star of Bethlehem that I have not seen here before. I have had more and more birds moving in. Just today, I saw a black swallowtail butterfly flying in the, our garden. I decided to start this podcast on a whim, a moment of inspiration, and I didn't plan it. I just kind of did it on an impulse. However, I think what I really aim to do is share something that I love with others and create a space where it is okay to learn and make mistakes along the way without being ashamed. I want to help others find that sense of love and connection with the natural world like I found through gardening and family. Growing and foraging for food can be deliciously rewarding and so can growing plants just to enjoy their presence. A lot of what I talk about will be through the lens of someone who grew up gardening in rural Appalachia to grow food, but also just to enjoy the plants themselves. 
If you don't live in Appalachia, that's okay. I hope to share information that you may be able to use in whatever climate or zone you are a part of. But I do think it's important to note that you may have an entirely different experience than I do gardening. I understand that everyone is on is on a unique journey and will have their own experiences or struggles. And I want my platform to be a place where we can connect with each other who and, and find others who may be able to give suggestions on ways to overcome the challenges that you face. So if you have any questions about gardening or a specific plant, please let me know and I'll be happy to talk about it on the podcast or on social media. And if I don't know the answer, we can more than likely find somebody who does know the answer. If you enjoy my content, please leave a review to help me continue making it better and hit that follow button so you can be notified when I release a new episode. You can also follow me on Instagram for updates on my garden and what I'm doing. Please share this with others who may benefit from this podcast too. That really helps me grow as a podcaster and as a gardener. I look forward to talking to you next week. And until then, I hope you have a wonderful week and happy planting. Goodbye for now.